Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirchner. As Donald Trump's first criminal trial approaches, prosecutors are again looking for yet another gag order to protect the witnesses and court staff from harm. Here's Glenn with the details on the case. So friends, thus far, Donald Trump has lost all of his civil trials, but not to fret, there are a few more civil trials out there on the horizon that Donald Trump will undoubtedly also lose. But his first criminal trial has yet to commence. Now, it's in the shoot, scheduled to begin on March 25th. It's the case up in New York, being prosecuted by Alvin Bragg, the district attorney for Manhattan. It's the case involving Donald Trump's attempt to interfere in the 2016 presidential election by paying off playmates and porn stars to bury deeply damaging information about his suitability to be president and then by committing 34 felony falsifying business records crimes in violation of the laws of New York to cover up the hush money payment scheme. But at its core, it's an election interference case by Donald Trump. And yet, even though Trump's first criminal trial has yet to commence, it already feels like the Trump show is in reruns. Remember, gag orders in Trump's other cases, both civil and criminal. Gag orders that were put in place by judges to try to protect witnesses, jurors, prosecutors, court staff from Donald Trump's dangerous rhetoric and the threats and violence that rhetoric inspires in his supporters. Well, Regarding gag orders, here we go again. This from the New York Times. Headline, in Trump criminal case, Manhattan DA asks for gag order before trial. Lawyers for Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, are seeking to protect jurors and witnesses in the first criminal prosecution of a former president. And that article begins, Manhattan prosecutors on Monday asked the judge overseeing their criminal case against Donald Trump to prohibit the former president from attacking witnesses or exposing jurors' identities. The request, made in filings by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, noted Mr. Trump's long-standing history of attacking witnesses, investigators, prosecutors, judges, and others involved in legal proceedings against him. In outlining a narrowly crafted gag order, the office hewed closely to the terms of a similar order upheld by a federal appeals court in Washington in another 
of Mr. Trump's criminal cases. The gag order in the Manhattan case, if the judge approves it, would bar Mr. Trump from making or directing others to make statements about witnesses concerning their role in the case. The district attorney, Alvin Bragg, also asked that Mr. Trump be barred from commenting on prosecutors on the case, other than Mr. Bragg himself, as well as court staff members. Although Mr. Bragg carved himself out of the gag order request, the district attorney has received the brunt of the attacks from Mr. Trump and his supporters. In an affidavit released Monday, the head of his security detail listed some of the worst of the dozens of attacks directed at Mr. Bragg last year, including racial slurs and death threats. In a separate filing, Mr. Bragg placed a special emphasis on the protection of jurors. His prosecutors asked that Mr. Trump be barred from publicly revealing their identities. And although Mr. Trump and his legal team are allowed to know the jurors' names, Mr. Bragg asked that their addresses be kept secret from the former president. If the judge, Juan Mershon, accepts the restrictions, he would be just the latest judge to impose a gag order on the former president. There was an order in the Washington case, a federal case that involves accusations that Mr. Trump plotted to overturn the 2020 election, and the judge in Mr. Trump's civil fraud trial that recently concluded ordered Mr. Trump not to comment on court staff members. On the way after the break, Glenn explains what he thinks New York Judge Juan Marchand should do regarding Trump's witness tampering. This is Justice Matters. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has filed a motion seeking a gag order on Donald Trump to protect witnesses and court staff. Glenn says gag orders are not that common. You know, friends, I know we've talked about this before, but I think it's worth circling back because here we are again in gag order territory. Here we are again having to protect the identity of jurors, you know, jurors who are just called in to perform their civic duty sit as the conscience of the community and judge one of their own, a jury of their peers, and look at what these jurors are being put through by Donald Trump. You know, these are extraordinary measures, gag orders, anonymous juries, and rarely are they necessary. In the occasional mafia case, or in a case 
where a defendant is such a demonstrated danger to others that those others have to be protected, the witnesses and jurors, the prosecutors and court staff. But these measures are really, really rare. Why do I say that? In my 30 years as a prosecutor, I only had two anonymous juries that I tried cases to. Now, they both happen to be in RICO prosecutions where the RICO organization, the criminal crew we were prosecuting, was so dangerous, they'd killed 30 people, they'd intimidated witnesses, they'd gotten to jurors in earlier cases, and we had to impanel an anonymous jury. Even we didn't know their names, so we couldn't even accidentally disseminate their names. And I know in some of the earlier cases, Trump and his lawyers and the prosecutors did not know the identities of the jurors. Those were fully anonymous jurors. And I know Alvin Bragg has requested that even though the parties, that is the defense attorneys and the prosecutors, can know the names of the jurors, they may not disseminate that information and put those jurors in harm's way. But, you know, we shouldn't lose the capacity to be shocked and appalled and disgusted and infuriated by the fact that these extraordinary measures that are generally only employed when you're dealing with the most dangerous defendants, our criminal justice system tries to hold accountable. They're being employed in a case involving a former president of the United States because he is just that dangerous. As dangerous as some of our most dangerous criminal organizations that we use our RICO laws to prosecute. Donald Trump and his supporters are just that dangerous. And that's why District Attorney Bragg has requested these safety measures. And that's why other prosecutors and civil litigants have requested these safety measures and judges have granted these safety measures. To do what? To protect people against Donald Trump and his supporters. I've said this before and I'm gonna end with this and I'm not gonna belabor it, friends. The law actually has a mechanism designed to deal with dangerous defendants who are out and about on pretrial release and threatening everyone that they believe are involved in the endeavor to hold them accountable for their crimes. It's called pretrial detention. And Donald Trump, as the single most dangerous defendant on pretrial release in our nation today, should have the law of pretrial detention applied to him as it is applied to every other defendant in the country, and he should be detained pending trial. That way, his megaphone would be taken from him. He wouldn't as easily be able to endanger the witnesses and the jurors and the prosecutors and the court staff and others, his other perceived enemies. He wouldn't be able to endanger them. There might not even be a need for these kind of gag orders, you know, to try to mitigate the damage. These gag orders feel like you know, putting a Band-Aid on a gaping chest wound. And that gaping chest wound is the danger presented by Donald Trump. And that's why, rather than belabor the point, I'll stop here and say the courts, the judges, the institutions of government 
responsible for enforcing the laws and protecting society should detain Donald Trump pending trial because justice matters. We will never give up, friends. We will never give up. We will fight on. As always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.